went into his new company saying, we're going to be the next hot agency and work back from there. What do I have to do? He figured, if I want a hot agency, I got to do specific kind of work that not only pleases the client, but is also going to get a certain kind of attention. Me? I wasn't even dreaming that David Deutsch Associates would get written up in New York. We had been grinding all along, but never thought it was possible. Million dollar clients? Out of our league. If someone had asked me, why shouldn't you have the next hot agency? I'd have had every answer in the world except the right one. Richie Kirschenbaum showed me I was wrong. Why couldn't we do work like I was reading about? That could be us. That should be us. We could pitch anybody. But first we had to own it. If we wanted to be written about, we'd first have to create the kind of ads that garner attention. Why not me? From then on, I started to do ads that would make waves. It also didn't hurt that I now had someone driving me crazy. It's good in business to have someone to shoot at, someone you want to knock off his pedestal. Makes it personal. I didn't hate Richie. I actually had a lot of affection for him, but I hated his success. We were still bigger, but he was the agency of the moment, the agency du jour. He had no business getting the kind of attention that was coming at him. I used that as a tool. My guiding principle became, why not me? Unless you're an exceptional human being from the get-go, which most people, including myself, are not, our entire social system is basically about putting people in boxes. School, in particular, should be educating children to their possibilities, but instead serves just to standardize them. For my whole academic career, my behavior was unsatisfactory. My self-control was unsatisfactory because I had a creative mind and it wandered. Dreams are vital. All I did was daydream, but I got penalized for mine. The world is littered with people who've been shoved back into boxes and didn't have the personal firepower to fight their way out. Maybe some kids in fourth grade are told, you're exceptional. Maybe their parents tell them constantly, which can add a whole other set of problems. But most are told to know their place. My parents knew I was bright and had leadership qualities. They had no clue as to my creativity. When asked, I tell people to find their place. I don't have children, but if I did, I wouldn't tell them you can be president of the United States. I'd tell them, follow your dream. You're entitled to your dream. If your dream is to be president of the United States, then why not you? Inside all of us, somewhere, is a dream. But no one is going to tap you on the shoulder, pluck you out of the chorus, and make you a star. First, you've got to make the conscious decision to pursue that dream. You've got to put it in drive. Want to be a chef? An investment banker? What do you have to do to get there? What's the first step? Take it. The older you become, the more your dreams get rationalized, the more you come to terms with your compromises. You know the corners you've cut better than anybody. In a Jewish family, what are we brought up to want to be? Doctor, lawyer, make a good living. It's a pretty narrow box. We weren't brought up to be president or a movie star or to cure cancer. Most people want to please. Our parents, our teachers, our clergymen. So rather than pursuing our own dreams, we follow a compendium of theirs. That rarely works. The happiest people are the ones who follow their own dreams most closely. The day your dream dies, a little part of you dies. And all of us want to live forever. Pick your own dream. There are 20,000 advertising copywriters in New York City right now. If I polled them, I'm absolutely positive that 19,990 would say they deserve to be a creative director. I'm working for them. I'm smarter than they are. I do all the work. Every one of them. But until they say, 
I should have that job, if not here, someplace else, and here's why. They'll stay at their desks and begrudgingly meet their deadlines. On one level or another, those people either don't think they deserve it or don't have the skills. If they did, they would make it happen. The math on that equation is having the skills is necessary but doesn't guarantee success. For every person with the stuff, the one out of a hundred who goes to a very rarefied place is the one who says, why not me, and goes for it. Richie Kirschenbaum. I got him to thank for all this. I was always a good athlete, not a great athlete. My mouth made me better. Whether it was touch football or basketball or baseball, in the streets of Hollis Hills, Queens, I was always a six with a ten mouth. I was born at the end of November, so I was considerably younger than the rest of the kids in my class. When you're eight years old, that half year makes a big difference. Life in Hollis Hills was the opposite of our nouveau riche Long Island suburban neighbors. There was a lot of money in Hollis Hills, but people lived under their means. It was never discussed. My father made a very nice living. We lived in a lovely house and had all the advantages of middle to upper middle class life. I went to the finest summer camps. I was given pretty much anything I asked for. I wanted for nothing. I didn't discriminate between my friends who lived in a garden apartment, the projects, or a Victorian home. The premium was put on achievement, on being a success. That was important. But Hollis Hills was this little enclave in the larger mass of Queens. At home, I lived this privileged life. During the day, I went to Van Buren High School, where I was exposed to much more of the schoolyard mentality. I had the best of both worlds. I had it really good. My father worked in advertising. He had worked as a creative director at Ogilvy & Mather, one of the top agencies in the city before opening his own shop, David Deutsch Associates. He told me, find something you love. My mother gave me the same advice, but like so many Jewish mothers at the time, having been brought up to respect men with good jobs, she wanted me to be a professional. As I grew up, they could have recognized that I had a more creative bent, but like a lot of kids, I was told, that's fun and all, but doctor, lawyer, accountant. For me, there was no alternative. At Martin Van Buren High School, there were gifted or honors classes and then classes for the regular Stummyhead student body. Because it was important to get into a good college, to achieve, I started out with the honor students. Nerds. I'm not saying they all had pocket protectors, but they were the kids in the science fairs. Not necessarily the great athletes or the most popular. The kids who defined themselves by being great students. That was their reason to be. I'd always thought I was pretty smart, but in honors class, I was a village idiot. I was the guy who cracked the jokes, the one who, when called upon, wasn't paying attention. I tried. From the first day of school, I told myself, I'm going to pay attention. I'm going to pay attention. And if you looked at my notebook, you'd see for the first two paragraphs, I would take really nice notes. Then would follow doodles of gladiators and dinosaurs. I think if I was a school kid today, I would be diagnosed with attention deficit disorder. You could actually see my mind drifting. Academics wasn't my bailiwick. I didn't like to work, and I was always looking for the angles. Starting in elementary school, I would come home with B's and B pluses on my report cards, accompanied by comments like, Donnie's a wonderful boy. If he worked harder, he could be a very good student. That was death. When my friends came home with the same reports, their folks were perfectly happy. Not mine. I got saddled with the P word. My mom was a teacher. She would challenge me. As long as you fool around, you will not live up to your potential. My parents and I still argue about this 35 years later. The report card said I was capable of more, 
therefore I should have been doing more. They have a legitimate point. But the American academic system is not set up for kids who are not linear thinkers. Academics is about linear thinking and memory. Given my IQ, my creative mind, my undiagnosed ADD, the fact that I like to fool around, that I was a little rambunctious and couldn't sit still, I was doing the best I could do. That was my potential. For motivation, my mom didn't make me read a book. Between 6th and 12th grade, she prevented me from going to basketball games with my friends. She wouldn't let me go out on the weekends. That hurt. A lot. What did I do instead? I watched TV and smoked pot. I started smoking marijuana in 8th grade. I was never a big druggie in high school, though the 70s were well underway and all kinds of pills and apothecary were easily available. Just a pot smoker, and never during school hours. There are plenty of guys doing much worse. In ninth grade, I did well enough grade-wise, 85s and 87s, but a lot of it was because of my personality. I was the only non-nerd in the class, and I charmed the teachers. I never defined myself as a student. If you'd asked me, Donnie, you want to get A's or you want to be popular? I'd always have gone with being the center of the circle. I just wanted to be good in sports, and I wanted to have a lot of friends. It took the school administration a year to figure that out, and in 10th grade, they transferred me out of honors and into the general population. Van Buren was one of those huge stone institutions that looked like a prison. you got to wonder, when they built these places, what they could have been thinking. Every day we walked into the clink, and in some respect it lived up to its looks. There were two really tough groups, the greasers, who we called hitters, and a hard bunch of blacks. I was more afraid of the hitters. Van Buren was so big they couldn't fit everybody into the school building for the normal school day, so they had sessions. The freshman class did the standard 9 to 3 and walked up and down special staircases, while the 10th graders went from 12.30 to 4.